to the NFL. What up, party people in the house? It's Dynasty War Games, and I am your host, Jesse Schneeman. I'm here tonight without my new, normal co-hosts. Chad had a new baby, so congratulations. Congratulations, Chad. Chad and his wife, lovely wife, had a beautiful boy. So congratulations. Thank you. And then Mike is uh, playing real war games because he's a captain in the Army. And uh, they're at an unlo- undisclosed location preparing for whatever may happen to our country. Right. So in the meantime... We are joined by the shemp of our show, the Fourth Stooge, Brian Ford. Thank you, stu- thank you, Sarah. Thank you for joining us. Always happy uh, to to be here on on the main squeeze show, to which our show is simply the side piece. Yes. So Brian's referring to Dynasty Fever, a little show he and I do together. Um, that is the official fluffer show for Dynasty War Games, and. It can't just be me and Brian because then it would be then it would be Dynasty Fever, right? So we have a guest, very special guest, someone that's joined us in the past, someone that I brought on because he and I don't agree on players very much at all. So to keep this from being an agree fest, to get some um, fresh takes, we've got Austin Bell. How are you tonight, Austin? What's going on, Jesse and Brian? Doing great, man. Uh, Monday, but pretty good, pretty good. Right on. That's cool. Great to be here. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, and uh, I appreciate having somebody from the South as well, you know, because up that's right, you know, North Carolina strong. Yeah, Brian and I are, you know, we live in the Northeast. Things are real, like you know, fresh, civilized. Um, yeah. just just uh, in together. Pressure is so um, tight, you know? the way things should be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have too much pressure. No, no, things are nice and nice and smooth. Yeah, where and, where in North Carolina are are you from? Uh, you know where Winston-Salem is? Mm, sort of, sort of, yeah, yeah. Basically in between Greensboro and Charlotte. That's the easiest okay. way to explain it. Right on. Yeah, I know where Winston-Salem is. How far is that from Wilson? Mm, about an hour towards right. Raleigh. Gotcha. Right on. I used to go through Wilson a lot when I was traveling. Uh, I never really – I think I passed Winston-Salem once. I used to travel in North Carolina from Marriott. It is blowing up quick, man. To be honest, a lot of people from up north are moving down yeah. here, and it's 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 crazy. Where My I grew up was a little. To, I'm sorry, not, sorry, little tiny town where I grew up. I mean, tiny, and now it's got a hospital. It's got 15 restaurants off the exit. I mean, it's it's insane. And there there wasn't anything but a gas station and McDonald's when I was a kid. It's wild. Nice, nice. Well, I'm from a suburb of Philly, uh, only about 15 minutes away, Mar- Marlton. Is where well, I was born in South Philadelphia, moved to Marlton. Uh, <clears throat> it was w- the development I grew up in. Uh, my aunts and uncles call it the apple orchard. It was all apple orchards, whatever. And now it's like giant buildings and a huge overpass. And, you know, it's extremely densely populated, like any suburb of Philly. And it's, it's sounds about right. Yeah. It sounds about everywhere, to be honest. I feel like everywhere is growing up like that. All right, so we are not really. Hold on a second. We have a question in the chat. No, they are not championship rings uh, at all. They're just simply rings that I like to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't have a lot of recent championships. I won a few last year, but 
given the number of leagues I'm in, the percentage uh, isn't that good in a, in, in a non-winning part of the cycle in a, in a bunch of leagues. But uh, 2024 is going to be my year, like across the board. Watch out. Nice. Welcome, Alistair, in the chat. All right, so we're not really here to talk about demographics. We're here to talk about dynasty football. And it's still rookie season. As Austin and I painfully know, we've got a very slow-moving auction. Oh, my God. Um, I'm at two. You think uh, that was slow? Oh, gosh. They're no. both real slow. I'm going through, like, a player a day, it feels like, in the other one. Oh. Yeah, so slow auctions are my nightmare. I'm in a Debbie league that uh, consolidated from 14 to 12, mm. and so we're dispersing the two teams. I literally just traded all my auction dollars to not have to deal with a slow auction because I absolutely hate slow auctions, so I'm done. It's a good strategy. I mean, it's that's like me and Debbie. I, I generally trade my Debbie players for veterans because – that's a smart thing to do. That's a whole different discussion. But the yeah. more I play Debbie, the smarter it is to do it. Yeah. So we're we're actually going to start diving into Debbie on Dynasty Fever in a week or two, um, and a little bit here as well. Once Chad gets back, he's kind of my the Debbie anchor of this show. So um, once he's done his paternity leave, but anchor anyway. in that he weighs you down or anchor? <laughs> <in> that- <laughs> no, anchor is that he is in that he holds the ship in place. <laughs> All right, he's like the anchor on an Anchorman team. You ever play Anchorman in college? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, smart enough <laughs> for college, not the game. I was about to say you don't have to be smart to play Anchorman. You, gotta be you don't have to be in college to play Anchorman either. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna play a little game tonight. It's the name of the name of the show, so that's what we have to do, right? It's still, like I said, rookie season. Um. What we're going to play is a game we like to call here called Who Am I? All right. And this Who Am I is going to involve all rookies. I'm going to give you a, uh, well, what I do, well, first of all, I'll tell you how I got the data that I have here. Um, I went, I went to three different sites, Fantasy Pros, um, DLF, and I can't exactly remember the last one. It might have been Fantasy Football Calculator. I don't remember. <clears throat> excuse me, and I got um, ADP for all the rookies in May. All right, so I was very specific um, to make sure that I got um, all ADP after the NFL draft. Right. <clears throat> excuse me. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the ADP that I compiled. Um, I did a calculation between the three and took an average, and I'm going to give you their current Dynasty trade calculator value. And um, if you haven't gotten it by then, I'll tell you where their landing spot was. Right. So I'm going to read you one data point. If you know the answer, yell out your name. Oh, okay. Like that. Okay. I'm going to read a second data point. If you know the answer, yell out your name. Um, you go. We'll say two points for a right answer and one minus one. No, we're not going to do negative points. We're just going to do one point for a right answer. Keep it all positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep it all positive. But before we start, I just, I just want to tell the audience that, that I really love war games because I get to see what happens when Jesse does prep for a show. <laughs> um, zing. But he has nothing to say to it either. <laughs> yeah, Brian sends me a, a, a show sheet on like Saturdays for our Wednesday show. And then um, there are. 
have been episodes where I'm opening the show she has. We're opening the show. Now you get a honest take. And we're still like top 20 shows in Iceland. So yeah, you know. yeah we're 19th in Iceland. Right. Believe it or not. That one's for you, Firecock. You know who I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> That's Stefan and the Patreon. So um, you guys ready? Yes, sir. All right, cool. I'm just going to pick a player at random here. All right, ADP, current ADP of 9.7. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, like almost the 10th pick off the board. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Is this Superflex tight end premium? I'm sorry. I should have explained that. It's it's Superflex, but I couldn't get tight end premium ADP. It's not really. They don't do it that way. So it's Superflex, but not tight end premium. Um, I'm sorry, but the, the trade calculator is tight end premium. Just add a little wrinkle. I did click that button. Well, since we're not going negative, I'll go first. Austin. All right. Nine points uh, Austin. Kincaid. Incorrect. Brian. Brian. Free guess. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, that's correct. That was the other option. I knew it was one of the two. Brian, for a second, for a second point point, for a bonus point, give me his trade calculator within point five. Sixteen point three. Incorrect. It is thirteen point one currently. Okay. That's a good guess. I would have thought the one hundred nine, one ten would be right around fifteen or sixteen. All right. So we're Brian one lost to nothing. Next player is. Do we want to talk about Zay Flowers or? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, on this show, we want to like to talk about the players. <laughs> that was said before we started. Friday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked down at my list and I saw a player that I desperately want to talk about. So, but we're going to talk about Zay Flowers first. Um, Austin, since you're the guest, uh, just give me your thoughts on Zay Flowers. How many shares you have, and how many? Basically, um, is he somebody that you're taking at nine point seven? No, barring. All my leagues are tight in premium, so no, um, I wouldn't. He's my fourth receiver, um, but tenth player. So, um, and if it's a league that is a start to running back to receiver, I'm probably going to look at taking uh, a couple running backs right in that same range. But first Which round wide receiver, uh, A chain or Miller, depending on how I'm feeling that day. I knew you were going to say A chain and Miller. Okay. Um, so uh, I like him. I don't love the landing spot, but in the offense, I think he fits pretty well. Um, and with Lamar signed and stay there, it should be a pretty safe for at least a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts of trading down out of that? I'm always down to trade down. Kind of like as we've spoke after, for me, after nine, I'm okay with moving down. I would like to get into that early second range and then plus a late second, early third, or future second. I'm totally good with it. Brian. Yeah. Are you taking Zay Flowers at 9.7? I think in some leagues I would. In general, no. Though My wide receiver four and my 11th overall, so very similar to Austin. No way I'm taking A-Chain or Miller there, but – you know, I'll I'll take a Kincaid. Um, I might reach on a Charb a couple spots, but um, I would I would like to trade down. I like to trade across to twenty twenty four. I did that this morning, mm-hmm. or um, 
I'll trade up. We were talking about this on, on our last episode. The cost of going from a Zay Flowers value player to a JSN value player right now in your rookie drafts is much less than it will be going from a Zay Flowers ninth round AD, a startup ADP to a JSN, I don't know, whatever, fifth, he's, fourth He's round. like mid-fifth, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm saying. That's a good point. That's that a really great, good. great point. Um, so I had I was I had 109 twice. Um, one of them I couldn't trade up or down, so I took Zay Flowers. Uh, Kincaid was off the board. Uh, he went 108. I have Flowers as my third wide receiver. I have him above QJ. Um, so I, I really like Flowers. I I you know it's not an optimal landing spot. I can squint and see um, see it working out for him. Um, I think what he's got going for him is that they can be creative with him because at at Boston College, like he won, although he wasn't great at like high pointing and stuff like that, he won different ways. Like he can be a Rondell Moore, just, you know, dink it to him, dunk it to him and let him do yak. Right. Or he can win other ways, too. And I think he's going to have to try to win versatile ways um, because he's got you know, veterans like Bateman and um, OBJ and Andrews and, and, and likely there. So um, he's got a path, you know, with the new offense getting creative, you know, we'll see. I did. Um, I did trade up once from that spot. It only cost me a mid third. I traded up to one Oh seven and took Addison. I looked that. I thought that was yeah, very, I love that. Yeah. It's a different tier to me. And yeah. of course it's only cost a third. It's, it's worth it. All right, cool. Flowers. All right. Current ADP, 17.0. DTC value, 11.3. Brian. Brian. Um, Josh Downs. Incorrect. Free guess, Austin. Roshan. Incorrect. All right, last data point, landing spot, New Orleans. Brian. Brian. Kendra Miller. Correct. Kendra Miller for a point. It's a couple spots lower than I expected, but I guess it's like it's a, you know, compiling different ADP together. It is, yeah. So like I said, it's across three platforms, and Fantasy Pros aggregates from three or four sites, I believe. Right, and like you said, we don't know how much Titan Premium is built into all that, so yeah. So, uh, you brought up Kendra Miller a little while ago, Austin. You have him in the late first, early second. Yeah, um, I'm deciding between Miller, Levis, and Mayer for me when I'm at that 112. Um, assuming A chain goes 11, which I've seen 90% of the drafts I'm in, um, I'm deciding that at the 112, and it really is roster more. Uh, league construction dependent, like I said, two running backs, uh, point per carry leagues, big tight end premiums. That's going to sway me one way. So you're a big college guy. Is Did you really like Kendra in, in college? Is that why you like him there or is it landing? I, I like the running style as much, honestly, more than the landing spot. The landing spot didn't do anything special for me. Um, it didn't hurt it, hmm. but it didn't do anything special. But I've always I thought he was a pure runner, somebody that I could see making a clear path in the NFL. All right, so I, I, I like to hear that at least you're you're basing it on talent and not the landing spot because I've heard a lot of people hyping him up because of the landing spot, which I think is mediocre. 
Yeah, I agree. It doesn't do anything special at all. Right on. Um, so obviously you're taking him at 17. Are you trading up? Are you if you have a mid second and he's kind of fallen into the early second, would you trade up for him? Not, no, because there's enough other guys I'm happy with. Um, okay. there, there's especially if I have another second or an early third, mm-hmm. I just take who falls and grab somebody else as a running back later, you know, cool. a Spears, a Bigsby, yeah. you know, something like that in the late second, early third. And I'm just as happy with a, adding a running back like that. Brian, your thoughts on Kendrick Miller. Are you taking him at 17? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, I'm looking at my spreadsheet. He's like one of the few guys I have zero shares of. And it's not intentional. It's not like Jalen Hyatt, like, oh, gross, I can't tap that button. It's just I'm either drafting before, after, or I expect him, but he goes too early. Whatever. You know, um, I certainly like him a lot more than you do. He's practically off your board. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think the landing spot is a little sunnier than than maybe you do. Um, uh, I know you and I both think that, like, given his size, we'd like to see him with like more more power and moving piles and better yeah, short yardage. Yeah, I just... and, and that's but um, but I I think I I think when I look at this class, I, I'm pretty much right at market with him as far as like where I have him like in my tiers. So. I mean, he's not somebody like I'm super excited about, like, oh, Kendra Miller fell to the 2-4, boom, I got him. You know, but um, he's not somebody like, shit, I either got to draft Miller or trade out, which you are. Yeah, so I don't like Kendra Miller at all. Um, I don't have any shares. I can't, I can't, I won't get any shares of him because he's like 306 or 7 for me. Um, and he's never fallen that far in any draft I've been in. At, the one use I've found for him is in an auction – I, I nominate him to get some money off the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I told this story on, on Fever, but this is my show, my story, so I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> um, after um, Saturday after uh, the NFL draft completed, my wife was out of town, so I had some time just to chill out, and I decided I was going to watch a movie, and I put on draft day. I know it's a ridiculous movie, uh, those things would never happen in the NFL. It's not about realism. It's just a fun ride, just something to watch, right? And Kendra Miller reminds me of the running back from Buffalo that they're offering to trade to him. And, he, and he, the line from um, Costner was, uh, looks like Tarzan plays like Gene. And that's Kendra Miller to me. What I what I found out since I told the story on Fever, though, is um, – the actor that played the running back in the movie was actually Arian Foster. Yeah. Look at there. So <laughs> that's a real mm-hmm. man right there. Uh, well, honestly, Kendra Miller to me is just somebody I won't have. Um, I wanted to bring it up because I just wanted to really state on this show. I don't know if I've stated it strongly enough, Like he shies away from contact and for his size, that's, that's a, Yet his yet his missed tackles force rating is 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 good and, and people have called him a tackle breaking machine. So I, it's you know yeah, he's a one cut guy to me. He yeah. finds the lane and goes and will make the first defender on that second layer miss. Now what he does after that is up to you because I don't think he has the high end speed. But I mean we saw enough breakaways. He's got some of it. 
I'll tell you what could make me wrong about Kendra Miller. And this is kind of the same thing with David Montgomery too. Because uh, he David Montgomery thought he was shifty in college for some reason. Uh, when I went back and watched his college college tape, he thought that he he was elusive more than um, kind of the straight line banger power back that he became in the NFL. It took him a year or two. Uh, but yeah, if Kendry Miller can find that elite violence that I talk about that that David Montgomery has, uh, that Jamal Williams has, Chris Carson had it all day. If he can find that in his game, it might not, you know, it might not keep his body in the best shape and around for long, but it'll get him on the field. It'll get him carries because that's the type of back I feel like he should be. Um, and if he can find that style, then it'll make me wrong. I feel like you're saying that because of how he looks, not how he plays. Um, right, exactly. Alistair brings up a decent point about the Camara to dust thing. I don't think he needs that. I think he just – I think he works well with Camara. I think he's a good piece to compliment him to get six to 12 touches his first year or two. Um, heaven forbid Kamara gets hurt or is suspended. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to take Kamara's place. He's not that type of back. But I see no issue of seeing 12 to 15 touches when Kamara's not there. Well, Jamal Williams is there as well. It's perfect. That's perfect. That's what I'm saying. I think he works well. well that. He's not there. I got Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, right. You're, you're exactly right. Like for his size, he's not fast or explosive enough. You know, he's not Pacheco explosive. Or am I wrong about that, Brian? I mean, he, sure, why not? Like, like is, there's nothing that I there's nothing that I love about the guy, right? Like, he was my he was in that tier of running backs pre-draft where it was like I don't know, there's like eight guys NFL. You tell me, right? It was like my running back four to ten, right? I, I yeah. agree. The NFL spoke, and now he's. My running back, I want to say five or six. Um, my running back, five, right? And um, I, and you know, a landing spot with two guys aging, one suspended, does have something to do with that. And the quality of the player and the way the NFL seems to think of them with, with third round draft capital does have something to do with that. Like, for example, um, you know, uh, Roshan, which a lot of who a lot of people love, right? Like, I think they're interesting to compare the two, right? Because they're both in some ways, you know, um, in a sort of three-headed monster at the time, right? At this time, at the moment. And I think you've got some people who are Miller over Roshan and some people who are Roshan over Miller. ADP, you know, says Miller, largely, mm -hmm. I think, because of real-life draft capital. So it's a long way of answering your question of, I kind of don't necessarily care too much <laughs> whether he's Pacheco explosive or, or whatever, like, you know, um, I, I, I care about what the team thinks of him and, and his, and his opportunity. And I think he's good enough. If given the opportunity, he's going to score me some fantasy points. And at the two Oh four, I'm cool with that. Yep. I think he's a perfect flip after year one or two, whichever one you see the boom first, you go and get you a 25 first and a third round rookie you like in 24 class. And you hope that rookie pops and you have an extra first to go with it. I think he's somebody you're going to see a boom. I'm going to start calling him Bishop Miller. He's, um, he's... But he didn't get drafted. Sankey got drafted, what, 103 in rookie drafts that year? Did he? Yeah, I, was, I, didn't play I didn't play that. Yeah, he was super high. Everybody loved him. I remember that time. Everybody loved him. I took him as like – 
my RB two in a redraft league, and it sank me. It stank me mm-hmm. from Bishop Stanky. <laughs> All right, enough, Kendra Miller. Current ADP of fourteen. Brian. Brian. Jonathan Mingo. Dang. Incorrect. Ooh, that was my guess. So appreciate the uh, Austin. Okay. Char- Charbonnet. Incorrect. DTC value of 5.0. 5.0. Wow. Mm. Yes, this was very surprising. No guesses? Free guesses. Austin? Austin. Downs? Downs, correct. Good job, Austin. Wow, better ADP than I expected. Yeah, a lot higher. Yeah, so... um, yeah, Downs is currently 14 in ADP and only a 5.0 with DTC. So I thought that was a, a real discrepancy. Um, and, I, and and also I thought Miller was really high at 11.3. If Zay Flowers is going uh, at 9.7 and is a 13.1, follow what I'm saying? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the disparity between the picks and the DTC. Yeah, value. that makes sense. So, and then Downs is actually going higher, but is worth less than half in DTC. Yeah, I think what you're seeing there is, I think, a reflection of the market not liking the landing spot. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just because, well, so slip to the third round, slot receiver, wide receiver three on his team, running quarterback with not good intermediate accuracy, accuracy. I think you're seeing a lot of people sour on that. I'm a little sunnier than the market. I'm a little sunnier than 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 the market, or at least at least what DTC is. But I have him at um, 18th overall. My wide receiver, uh, what is that? Uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Right. I like the player a lot, and to me, I think that's kind of like I have him. I guess technically at 206, which is lower than his ADP, but. Sounds to me higher than the five points he is on DTC. So. Austin, you live in North Carolina. I think I, I assume you've seen him play quite a bit. I've watched him. Yeah, um, okay. twenty-one tape was electric. Okay, uh, twenty-two tape let me down. I was hoping to at least see the same type of player, and I felt like I didn't. Um, I don't think I, I missed anything from twenty-one on him. So, oh, he is electric. Oh man. Really? So faster, more more explosive? He just he, he looked like the best player on the field at times. And huh. I didn't see a lot of that in twenty two. Um I do think he's definitely slot only. Um minus, you know, a random play here or there. I think that's just what he fits. I don't like that with A Rich. Um now I have some friends that love that with A Rich. They say, Oh, he's gonna develop, that's the perfect player for him and I don't see it. I watch Cam Newton enough and not comparing Cam to A Rich, but throwing styles cam never did good with the short receiver so i see that in my head and i struggle to see where downs and a rich link up now totally different players who knows what happens um i have them at 21 uh wide receiver six for me so uh, i'm lower on the receiver class in general so that's probably why he's lower than that but uh I, i think i only have one share and i got him in a startup just so i could have a share Gotcha. Yeah, I, I only have maybe two. 
late third or late second, early thirds where he fell and he like same just to have a couple yep. just in case. Um, I mean, not, not that I, I don't really dislike him that much. He's, he's just sort of like a, an early third in this class or, you know, this, yeah. this sort right. of deep flat class that we keep talking about. Well, you know, for, for me with, with him, I, I guess at one point in the pre-draft process, not, not my final pre-draft rank, but at one point in the pre-draft process, I loved him. He was my wide receiver. He was my wide receiver three, you know, and Austin mentioned 21 um, going into the 2022 season. Like there were some people who had downs above Addison still, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I wonder if like, this is weird, but like if he played with what Drake May is going to be next year, last year, like, what does that look like? You know what I mean? Um, you know, because, mm-hmm. Addison, you know, kind of made pick it, but when he got to uh, an offense with a better quarterback that spread the ball around, you know, he 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 produced less, right? So I think everything has has, has context. The thing about Downs, Fair. he plays bigger than he than he is. He's great at contested catch, et cetera, et cetera. I think there is room for him to be a bit of a safety blanket for 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 Anthony Richardson, maybe a little more than Austin does. But the problem is. When you're 5'9", 171, and it looks like you're pretty much going to be confined to the slot. Like, that's not good. You can't be both, right? In the NFL that's moving toward 12 personnel and more power running and gap running to counteract the spread out smaller defenses, which were there to counteract the spread out smaller guy offenses, um, you know, having a guy like route participation to me is matters a lot more than snap percentage. Like, I don't care if you're not on the field in two wide receiver sets, if like 99% of the team's passing uh, downs are in three wide receiver sets. But that's just not what it's going to be like in the NFL these days. Like, one of the reasons we love Dalton Kincaid and are calling him a wide receiver is because there's going to be so much 12 used in, in, in Buffalo, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. to where that hurts Khalil Shakir more than it might hurt, like, Dawson Knox. Well, all right. So to call him slot only, I think, is a little bit incorrect. He can be a move Z. All right. But you will most likely have to scheme him off the line of scrimmage. Sure. Unless, is he that good to do that? Yeah. Unless, right. And that's the question, Austin. That's perfect. That, that, that's the perfect question. Is he good enough to, for a team to scheme up that many touches for him? Or is he LaVisca? You know, a small LaVisca. You know, <laughs> not not comparing the skill yeah, set. I know, like, you, I know somebody you that doesn't isn't important enough to get the treatment that he needs to be successful. So we'll I have a stat, and I'm gonna butcher it a little bit, but I'm gonna get the basis of it. It was uh, since '98 or 2000, um, the receivers that came out that were five foot nine flat, not a quarter, not a half, and below 180 pounds. Can you? Guess how many have succeeded, given us a top twenty-four season, like five nine or shorter, and one hundred and eighty or less. I think I've heard this before. It's either zero or one. It's three in okay. twenty some years. It's okay. Edelman, Cook, and I can't remember. Hollywood, Cooks, excuse me, Hollywood. That yes, time? yes. Thank you, thank you. Hollywood was the third. Hollywood, Brandon Cooks, and Edelman. Mm-hmm. Wait, Amon Ra, bigger than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So I'm in such an outlier. That that's where I struggle with this class is you've got a couple bigger guys, and I think you have a couple. I'm not going to say elite talents, but above average NFL talents. And then I think the receiver class is just pray for an outlier to hope he gets you fantasy points. So I, I'm low on them, man. I I have very few shares of the receivers in this class. Well, let me ask you this question. I'm sorry. You're fine. I was I was done. Let me ask you this question: If you're lower on the receiver class, which you know is perfectly legitimate right like i i think there's a lot of argument to be made in, in favor of that and we had a few running backs get dinged at least in the market um by by the nfl draft um who are you taking running backs tight ends yeah um i still i don't mind i mean i don't love day three running backs nobody does i would love to have seen two or three more go in day two but it's still fourth and early fifths i'll just take my shots over these late day two early day three receivers so that i think so, have to be outliers roster agnostic which i think most people should do when they're drafting um roshan or downs roshan Rosh- i have spears above i have bigsby above uh laporta charbonnet and then i have downs I yeah, I have, I have all those guys above above downs. I just have Roshan just two spots below downs. But but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. So I see the like your point of view is a very safe floor play, in my opinion, right? Which I I don't like in the second round. I like to take ceiling plays personally, and that's why I've been getting a lot of wide receivers. So this is why I have Austin on because Austin takes the exact opposite approach, but for good sound reasons, right? I wouldn't have somebody that takes the opposite of approach that, of me and then fails at it. Right. So I get it. It's a, you're, you're, you're going floor play. I'm going ceiling play. It's just a matter of outlook. Yeah. But I don't know if it's that simple though. Like, okay. because I'm pre- I'm, you know, I'm pre- painting with broad strokes. Like, and I, I mean, I tend to be risk averse, but I'll, 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 roll the dice on a ceiling bet, you know, when it's appropriate, Kincaid, Richardson, give me all the Kincaid and Richardson, you know, you can, you can give me. Um, The thing is the second round kind of is the wide receiver round. Um, The way ADP is shaping up. Um, Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, Bigsby's my RB three. Like I have him ranked in the top 12 overall, but like just looking at the market, you know, um, Mingo, Rice, Downs, Mims late second, Reed sometimes creeps up into the late second, Hyatt sometimes creeps up into the late second, whereas Roshan and Tank are getting pushed back to the 210, 212, right? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, those guys are steals. In the so, floor. okay, so the question then is, are you trade, you're trading back in the second round? Like, if you've got the 205, yeah. Miller's already taken, you're looking at Downs. You're looking at Rice. Maybe you're looking at Mingo. You're like, ah, eh, let me trade back to two ten and get Roshan. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. Or I just take them and I don't lose. I don't. Run don't the even worry of, about the yeah. few picks. Yeah. In, nah. in the leagues, all right. So in the leagues that I have at TN, I took Tank at two hundred five. Doesn't make sense to my team in the leagues where I have Kenneth Walker, or yeah, the one league I have Kenneth Walker. I traded up to two hundred four to take Sharp. That's a good value. I it haven't made, seen him there much. 
Yeah, exactly. I saw him there. I was like, it makes sense for my roster. It only cost me a mid third. You know, or no, that's yeah, it that's that's right. It cost me two eleven and three eleven to trade up yeah. to two oh four. I'd do that. Um I just thought it made sense for my roster. Um otherwise, yeah, I've been I've been I've been tapping wide receivers and trading back. You know, if I can get if I can get two ten or two twelve and three oh two, I'm I'm ha- very happy. So well. you said you think running back plays are the floor and receivers are the ceilings in this in class? This, in this class, yes, I do. I don't agree with that. I, I think I you get a bigger return much quicker if one of these running backs become the starter by week eleven, week twelve. Your return is way bigger than if Downs becomes a wide receiver three. If by right. So I, I see all of these running backs as blocked by a much better starter. Most of them, anyway. You played um, Dynasty long enough; that changes so fast in this. So I'd rather. I, th- I just think the ceiling in the first two years is much bigger for these running backs. So I just been taking them, just boom, 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 and. I see what you're saying. Their their path to. Becoming I think it depends on first. how you're. How, how are you defining like, ceiling? Yeah, are you defining ceiling as see that that's gonna is gonna increase in value a lot sooner. Or are you just defining ceiling as like more of like a longer term thing? That's also I mean. including fantasy points thing. Depends. Do I have a do I have a chance to get a, a a top twelve player out of one of these wide receivers um over you know in, in two or three years? Yeah, I think so. Do I think that out of any of these running backs? No, I don't think so. Yeah, see I looked at it as can I get a first quicker? That's what I mean That's, by ceiling. Yeah, okay. So we just viewed ceiling different. Like I yeah. I, I because the floor, I mean the plateau at you know one ten like we talked about. After that, it feels so big. Let me just get the guy I think I can turn into a first the fastest. Hmm. So I just did that, and if I can turn one of these guys into the one oh six next year, when I got him at two oh six, it's an instant return, and I'm feeling better about the player I'm drafting next year. Gotcha. All right, let's move on to the next player. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. And I'm going to give you the DTC value first. Mm. You guys ready? I'm DTC. <laughs> Down to something. Yeah, about football. <laughs> 13.9 DTC value for this player. Guesses are free. There's no negative points. I already forgot what QJ was. I mean, uh, what Flowers was. That's my problem. Flowers was 13.1. Okay, Austin. Austin. QJ. No. Brian, free guess. Uh, Charbonnet. Incorrect. Um, this, <laughs> this is, you're going to get it after this. So ADP is 11.5 with a DCTC of 15.5. Brian. Brian. A chain. A chain. Correct. So, I want to hear what Austin thinks about. It. We've talked about eighteen a lot. I want to hear what Austin thinks about. It. Yeah, I do too. Oh, he's electric. Uh-huh. He's so much fun and the perfect landing spot. Um, it perfect offense for him. I don't really care about any of the running backs as we've seen the past multiple years. They can't stay healthy anyway. Um, I think if he gets the opportunity, the value increase is just exponential. The first time he goes and gets that, uh wide out and goes for 64 yards on week in week seven, I'm putting them on the board and I'm going to see what kind of player I can get that I think's better. 
I, I just think the electricity of that he has, well, you'll see him on Twitter all the time. You'll see him on Sports Center. You'll see him here and there. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my, everybody's freaking out over him. Oh, my gosh, I got to have him. And so that helps my team, which is why I've been taking him in the late first, early second, as many times as I can. Just think he's one of those players that you don't see very often. The speed, the elusive, elusiveness, and the fit in the offense is literally just to a T perfect. So you, you're not taking him to win a championship with him. You just think he's going to value increase and you want to sell. You just want to flip, flip. Yeah, again, after the top first-round receivers, I'm just looking for value. I don't, I don't feel strong enough about anybody in this class after those top guys. I just want value. Now, if he becomes the starter week three or four, I may ride him this year and see what happens. And, you know, maybe I can get a Damian Pierce lucky and he's the starter again next year. And at that point, I may move for somebody I like better. But, yeah, I mean, after the first nine or ten guys, I'm just looking for value as quick as I can get it. So recent rumors are that Dalvin that is going to be cut. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's hot and heavy for Miami, and they're, they're looking at each other across the room with that gaze. What happens to A-Chain's value then? Well, is it's going to plummet short term, of course. Is he worth that? Is he ever going to be worth that late first that you paid for him? Probably not. Okay. Um, but at the time, you know, right after the draft, it, it was just so much smoke and mirrors. I, I, eh, I feel less confident than I did, but I still think the talent and the electricity of the player is going to get a, a return or a usage as a flex. Okay. That cook does scare me some. I don't. I don't love that. I mean, he is twenty-seven. Correct. And didn't look very good last year in comparison to the rest of his career. Brian, what age is what, 22? I think he might be 21. 21. Yeah, I think he's a true junior. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. I thought, okay, nice. And so, he took over the backfield last year in, in an offense that nobody thought that was happening. He really did. He'll and be 22 in October. 22 in October. Yeah, nothing you said is a lie. He is absolutely electric. I mean, he's a track star, runs like a track star which is fine in that offense. Actually, that works in that offense. Um, you know, he's a little bit small Raheem Mostert. Yeah, but he yeah. actually has, when I say power, I've used it very lightly for his frame and size. He's actually pretty good in between the tackles and using his size to an advantage. He is. He does have a sort of compact build. That, yeah, you know, better than I expected when I started watching. Yeah, I, I like this film. I Obviously, I'm scared to death that he's going to get crunched. Brian, what do you think? Well, A-Chain has pretty much been an out-at-cost guy for me the entire process. I just, you know, um, there was one place he could land where I'd give him a slight bump, and it was Miami, right? Mm -hmm. So I gave him a little bit of a bump for the landing spot. Now, if he had landed there when they had the pick in the, what was it, in the 50s, right? That Yeah. Then, no. I might have given him even 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 more of a bump. Um, right now, I'm I'm getting a couple shares relatively at cost. I, I try to just do the the early second. I'm not taking him at eleven. Um, you know, uh, mainly to diversify and or trade for like what what Austin's saying. Like the minute there's a TikTok video of him breaking like a you know sixty yard run to the house, you know that's when you're going to be able to to flip him uh, for some, for some value. 
it, it, but like if, if we're not talking about him as an asset to flip and we're just talking about him as, as a player, you know, I agree. But the with the, you know, X blah, blah, blah for his size. I, I agree there, there was some of that in college. But that, I mean, now it's the NFL. Like, you know, and, and now everybody's faster, everybody's bigger, everybody's stronger. And, you know, that kind of contact balance isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to be great. Your touches aren't going to be high to begin with. And when we look at this, any stat you want to pick for uh, for running backs who are under whatever, 205, 200, 190, the number. Right? Yep. Yeah, whatever, whatever number you want to pick, it's just not good, right? It's not great, Bob, right? So if you're looking at it that way, I, I you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm off him at, at cost. If you're looking at him just as an asset to flip, that's a different story. So I think I'm probably, when it comes to, I'll shut up in a minute here. Uh, in my rankings, I have him at 19th overall. I think he's my RB7 or so, right? Um, you know, so I'm, I'm below market. And, you know, but I do have three shares, you know. Um, and those are mostly the, in case I'm wrong, diversify or, you know, trade shares, right? Um, I probably should should bump him a little bit to reflect more how I see him as a draft and trade guy. I think the ranking is a little leans a little heavily into the like as a player rank. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What receivers do you have ahead of him? Uh what receivers do I have ahead of him? So the the four first rounders mm -hmm. and uh Reed and Downs. Okay. Oh and Mims. Yeah. Forgot Mims because Mims is my wide receiver three. I love Mims, which we could probably argue about because you you don't like you know you don't like the wide receivers this year. Really? I, see, I love Mims as a player. We can discuss him, but <laughs> you mean J Jaden or Jalen Reed? Yeah, Jaden Reed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Some people love him. I, I, his tape did surprise me, but I don't have him that high. Yeah, I think he's pretty raw. I have him as a third rounder. So you like read above? I just because I want to make sure that you're not forgetting anybody. Rushy Rice and Mingo. Yeah, that's a pure prospect without the landing spot. Well, see, it's it's weird. My ranks are kind of a blend of everything. You know, mm -hmm. they're like yeah. they're not the order I'm which I would draft. They're not the order in which I think of them as a player. Okay. It's it's kind of like a, a a mix and match kind of thing. Uh, and then just I have little notes in the column about like how far above market am I or below market, what I would do at that pick and and that sort of thing. So it's it's kind of a holistic, flexible, context dependent kind of thing, which not a lot of people like. You know, it's like run a linear <laughs> run a linear regression model and tell me who to pick kind of thing, right? But um, okay, so the, now yeah. I just, now I understand the term galaxy brain. Thank you for just explaining. <laughs> You, no, you so, say, so like, say your Mingo, Mingo and Rice, I probably have them a little lower than I should. But I think they were overdrafted by the NFL. And I think a couple like specific things have to happen for them to for them to succeed, where I think I think there's more avenues to success for, for Jaden Reed. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't agree with that, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, my, my all right. So my issue. Let's back get back on track to A chain. My issue with draft and trade is that he hasn't. I, I haven't seen him at a point where I was like, oh, that's a value. So I'm. I'm. My concern is that 
he's at his potential ceiling in the late first um, trade value wise. So the one place that I got him was in an auction. So I got him for the value of a mid second for some reason. So I thought, well, maybe it's like kind of a high second, but I was, I was, I was happy with that for that to be my one share of a million other rookies on that team. I would love for him to boom so I could train him. That'd be great. I mean, I'm trying to avoid taking him at 111, but you're not going to take him at 2-1 or 2-2 with the with the intention of flipping at some point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I probably would there. I just haven't seen it. It just hasn't happened. So you said you see him at the value ceiling, which I understand the statement you're saying a late first is about as high as you you could get for him is what you well, think. I'm concerned that that could be so, the right I'm not saying I know what it is. Uh, I'm concerned that that could be it. If, could he, yeah, like you absolutely. said, be, be the chief in that backfield and stay healthy all year and produce some electric plays. And, you know, you, you get maybe two firsts for him or a, a mid first for him. That'd be awesome. You know, that, that would be a good return. Yeah. But my, so I tried to trade out of these late first like crazy. Mm. It's really, as soon as Kincaid went off the board, I was exactly. like, let me get out of these. Yeah. It was, you couldn't get anything. Right. So really, those late first were really seconds, if we're going to be honest, in terms of trade value currently. And it's for, it's terms of the, the talent level of the player you're taking. Yeah, so. You know, I had Mingo as my 112. I didn't take him there anywhere because, that God, I was petrified. I don't want to do that. It's gross. Yes. It you is. know what I mean? I just, it's sort of like Brian says, I just have him ranked there. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to take him there. It doesn't pass the gut check with the 112. But I just had him ranked there, you know? Um, that's I just he was the next player on my board, so I'm desperately trying to get out of those picks. And that's you know, I left definitely left some value on the board trying to do it. I had no luck after 110 getting any value I wanted. Mm. I mean, nothing. I, I just up, picked most of the time. Yeah, I ended up getting two for one in those situations, like two seconds, two late second round values. So, in that case. You know, I'm saying, listen, at at this point, pretty much any random 24 firsts is better than, than I couldn't one, get than it. the ones in I agree totally. Right. Yeah. Man, you know, I just um, couldn't get it. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, like, I've seen some places where it, 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 you know, you get it and some places where you don't. I did one today. I got, I, um, someone took the one, <laughs> someone took, uh, Kincaid at 109, right? Mm. And then I put in the chat, well, fuck, 110 <laughs> on the block, right? <laughs> and and, um, and I think I got, what did I get? I got uh, not much. I got a 24 first, a 24 third, and a 23 fourth. That's and, a I, and I threw over a 24 fourth, right? So mm-hmm. it's not it's not a lot, right? But, you Who know, it's like. Take? Just curious. Do you remember that? That person took flowers. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Yeah. yeah. Amongst it depends on who you're dealing with. So amongst Debbie circles right now, I would say that the outlook for the 24 class is not great. So if it's one of those people, you might get a little more. I think it depends who you ask. I mean, I there's some. Say, Debbie... I kind of like it. Uh, well, I've I that's just kind of the buzz that I've heard lately. You know, maybe it's just the Debbie circles that I run. In. Anyway, next player. We got Let's do it. Yeah, we got about ten minutes left. No, oh, what is this one hour bullshit? That's all. 
All right. This is war games. We go three hours. Memphis doesn't edit, and we just do what we do. Come on. If you guys want to go a little longer, we'll go a little longer. All right. We're going to go back to ADP first. I'm going to give you the position, too. So this is a wide receiver. ADP of 21.2. Brian. Yep. Mims. Correct. That was my guess, man. Good job. We've been on his pace. For a bonus point, what's his DTC value within 0. 0.3? Uh, nine point seven. Oof! No, 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 sir. Five seven seven five. point. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They do not. No, he's a little better the, the than DC down. has a late second at five point something, right? Isn't that well? Correct? Well, Sutton was seven point six a little while ago, and that was right around what a late second was. So I was just like, eh, good point. You know. Rookie fever, but you know, but it changes. Downs is the 14 ADP. Mims is a 21.2 ADP. Downs is a five, and Mims is a 5.2. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think um, DTC DTC takes their um, takes their data from startups, if that's worth anything. So maybe this is a little bit startup versus. Um, rookie drafts. Um, so, I mean, that's there's some discrepancy there, if you ask me. And the wide receivers are definitely um, worth less than than the running backs. We didn't discuss with A-Chain, 13.9 in DTC already. You know, that's above um, Zay Flowers, Sharb, um, Kendra Miller, and it's above all of, the wide re- all of those wide receivers we talked about, um, except for QJ. Um, you know, and a buff, you know. Um, uh, Hold on one sec. What's really interesting is that he is above, I think, some, some quote unquote veterans that you would, you would want instead, right? I mean, uh, Cam Akers, Damien Pierce are the two guys right under him, right? In, in, Oh, I'll trade DTC. for Pierce in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, Those guys are worth less than a five in DTC right now? They're worth less than A-Chain. Uh, uh, oh, oh. A-Chain. Oh, I thought you were talking about yeah. Me too. I was uh, like, hmm. Dylan, Cook, you know, James Conner's going to have a good 2023. I mean, or at least he's cheap. You know, they're going to they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna feed him so much with that terrible team and him in a contract like like his contract were, running out Keontae ingram right mm. yeah mm-hmm. you know i love me some Keontae ingram you're yeah. busting my balls here no i'm serious i'm serious that's memphis's biggest buy right now this Keontae ingram i, I, I up it up for the brand smart man when, whenever he agrees with me he's a smart man yeah right on all right so back to mims yeah brian you love mims oh me. i fucking love mims yeah i love tell him. me about him why do you love him so He's down. He's flowers is weight, right? So he's 10 pounds heavier than downs, right? And I think he's probably the most versatile of the three. I, I, and I know that's kind of sacrilege because people love Zay, but people paint Mims as like this, this only deep threat. He's not. He's much more versatile uh, than that. Good hands, good physicality. Great speed, right? Uh, succeeded uh, even after Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams left. Um, 
you know, early breakout, early declare, um, you know, I think just is just I, he's just a guy whose game I, I, I fell in love with. And I said, listen, if he gets day two, the you know, day two cap on a good landing spot, I'm all in. Now, is the final pick in the second, you know, almost the third? Sure. But this is like I believe they, they might have traded up. But either way, this is the, the, the new regime saying with their first ever draft pick. Sean Payton saying, I want this guy, right? Cortland Sutton is, I mean, not the same type of player, but as far as like when we have to worry about the pie, I don't, I don't think I'm worried too much about Cortland Sutton anymore mm-hmm. on that team. I think, I think you, you need to sell Cortland Sutton for whatever, almost whatever you can get, you know, within reason. These not days. Right um, um, I think. Wait for him to pop for a week or two. I think there's definitely the case can be made that he's going to be like the wide receiver three on the team that'll have some spike weeks early on. So he's not that guy that, you know, is going to turn into a first right away, you know, whereas probably Mingo could be the wide receiver one on his team. Right. But I just love Mim so much more as a player. I'm much more willing to take him at cost at like 211, right? Like, you know, 210. Than I am Mingo at like 203. Mm. Um, when yes. I like the player more to begin with anyway, like that's a deal I'll take. But then, it, but within reason, right? Like I've already got six shares. I got so much Mims and Tank Bigsby. It's time to like, you know, you know, look out, you know, diversify a, a, a little bit. I, I hope I did a good enough job explaining Mims, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. he loves Mims. He's a great player. Uh, Austin, what do you think about Marvin? As the player, I love him. So pre-draft for the Panthers, he was who I wanted. I was hoping we could either move up in the third or move up in late second after we picked what I was assuming was going to be an edge in the second and go get him. I loved him. I thought he fit perfect, was exactly what they needed. Um, But I don't have hardly any shares just because people keep taking them before I'm ready to take them. Um, Like we spoke many times, I just keep taking running backs and people keep taking him before I'm ready. But player-wise, I love him. He's probably somebody I'm going to regret not taking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hopefully early in the season I can buy a couple shares when people get down and you know maybe flip somebody that I didn't draft as high and maybe get a little lucky. Yeah, but there's I, two no sorry, complaints at all. No complaints at all. I love the player, especially when one of those wide receivers in Denver does move on or both. Um, they're I, they're not going to give both extensions. I I think it's. They picked up Judy's fifth year, but yeah. KJ Hamler is he's who cares? Tim Patrick is who cares, right? Like I think um, there's zero chance that Cortland Sutton gets a, a an extension from them, right? Well, he just got so one he, last year, didn't he? Yeah, he got a, a. I don't, but I think there's like a out or something like that soon. Yeah, I'm. I'll I'll look it up, but but yeah, yeah they extend they extended Patrick and they extended uh, Sutton right around mm-hmm. the same time. You know, but that's that's the old regime, and as and as uh, G, uh, Jesse likes to say, the the salary cap is a myth, right? Yeah, exactly. They can they can uh, they can definitely play around with that and spread the the hit over a few years. And I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure there's an out after this year anyway. Yeah, there, there is something yeah. for him. Okay. Um, and they they really the rumors were they were they were asking for a second, which means they don't really want to trade him. Yeah. If they really wanted to trade him, they'd take a fifth, you know, or pick swap somewhere I mean, is what teams end up doing when they want to just dump salary, but that's not what they're looking to do. Uh, but they will move on from eventually. And Marvin Mims will definitely get a bump then. Um, if, if you, if, 
You know, if it ends up him and Judy and Dulcich, I'd be really happy with that Deshaun Payton Russ offense. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point this year or next year, I, I, that would that would be a really nice. I mean, you know, I just I see the landing spot as um, not like yeah, like Ryan said, not like ideal off the bat, but it's going to become elite. Even after you know, even if Russ doesn't hang around forever. It's still a Sean Payton team. Um, he'll go get a quarterback. And, you know, long term, I, I, I love Marvin Mims. And for that draft, you know, ADP 21.2, I will add, I, have, I have like five. Because he's so, one of the guys that falls to me when I trade back. Yeah. He Roshan, Roshan, I have a lot. Of in, in, most, in most of my drafts, Roshan's gone. So he's not even like a consideration for me at that point. And basically what I'm left with is two guys who I think are falling way too far in ADP. And when you can factor in how much I love the players themselves and I like the landing spots better than the market, all this is a perfect storm. Right now I'm pretty overweight on Tank Bigsby mm-hmm. and um, and Marvin Mims. Right when, tank, when I'm getting Tank Bigsby at the 303, my pants get tight. Like, please give me all I got the tank. In, around there as well. Yeah, oh. the three hundred four at one point. Oh. So, baby, Austin, both of you guys have thrown some low key shade at Mingo. So, Austin, tell me why you you sound very disappointed about taking Mingo uh, with the two hundred or uh, I'm sorry, the, the what was it, the thirty ninth? Yeah, yeah. You you seem very disappointed with that. Talk to me about it. Um, initially, I was because I thought they needed edge or corner much worse, and there were guys I really liked. Um, but going deeper on Domingo and seeing how they plan on using him, I got more applicable, more happy with the – I hate saying it like that, but I, I got uh, happier about that. So I have him as player 16 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have but like one share, I think. And uh, it, yes, he has a super clear path, but it's such a muddy path as well. Like the, it's so many guys could become the lead target for Bryce Young in that offense. He could be the wide receiver four for the next two years, or he could be their lead guy. So when you said how they plan on using him, tell me about that. Um, they want him as the X. That's okay. how they're viewing him. And I mean, that's really what he fits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he can play a boundary receiver in the NFL. Correct. Um, he can beat Met, I mean, he can beat Met, Met, bleh, He can beat press coverage. I mean, he's a monster. Yeah, very good release. Great hands. Fast. Good after the catch. Like I said, I've grown on him. Um, he wasn't my choice at thirty nine, but I, I've grown on him quite a bit. And I don't. I don't have many fantasy shares just because I think it's messy and probably Terrace Marshall's probably hurt my heart a little bit. So. <laughs> so away. yeah i can understand that and devin funches and calvin benson <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, thank i'm you. an eagles fan man i can run through all of ours too if you want all right we got jay jaw worse than it yeah that's true. <laughs> uh so um i like how you skip rager by the way yeah that's, not talk about. <laughs> that, that's kind of a curse word on the show yeah <laughs> so um there is like this one thing that we got after Rager though that made everything better. It was like this Lombardi trophy thing. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, 
did you hear anything about Bryce Young um, having any input on what wide receiver they were going to take? Because we uh, knew we were going to take a wide receiver at some point. Yeah, I heard Steve Smith was who I heard. Um, uh-huh. The GM and Smith himself said Mingo's the guy at 39, which the GM actually came out after the draft pick and said that in their uh, top 30 visits, Mingo was the one that just blew him away. Okay. said it was instant chemistry. said he was he's the one. Um, Whoever made the phone call to Mingo, I was the GM or the owner, I forget, actually said that to Mingo. Mm-hmm. said, like, I was, I was asking who – I asked Steve Smith who to pick, and Steve yep. Smith said Mingo. <laughs> yeah, Mingo uh, – Smith loves him. Thinks yeah. he's just a super consistent, ready-to-go day one NFL receiver. Yeah. Which is a big statement from him. I mean, yeah, it that's, is. That's a big statement. He's been right plenty of times. Huh. So – so I, I just I was wondering because you know we've heard that Stroud requested Tank Dell, yeah, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. And know. Mahomes requested Rasheed Rice, yep, and Sky Moore. How's the, how's that going? Mm. And Ceh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't be playing GM. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter because they've got a trophy. Um, so uh, Mingo for me is a is one of those classic examples of like you know, um, the film versus analytics thing, right? And if mm-hmm. and if you lean too heavily one way or the other, I think your opinion of Mingo is a little too biased in, in one direction or the other, right? The analytics folks will look at him and they'll see older prospect, not a great production profile, right? Um, you know, no, no huge, you know, um, numbers and, 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 you know, and that sort of thing. And then the, the film folks will say, you know, he's a classic Duke and ball, got the dog in him player. Right. And when you, and when you see him on, on film, he blocks, right. Oh, he's excellent he's, blocker. He's athletic. Right. Like, um, and I think I'm kind of, you know, in the middle because I lean on both, you know what I mean? I like, I loved Mingo at a certain cost before the draft. When he was going 305 in mocks, my pants were tight, right? When now he's going 203, uh, 204, uh, not, maybe not so much, right? I, I, I agree with Austin that, you know, there's, there's a non-zero chance that, you know, um, Bryce Young, if he can see over the offensive line, you know, Peppers, hey, Ad- <laughs> Peppers Adam Thielen, you know, uh, that sort of thing. Um, I think Mingo will be a little X. I think he'll be a little bit of a big slot. I think shallow routes, crossing routes, you know, maybe a few, you know, go out there and, and, and you know, and with a go route here or there. But, um, you know, he's, I, think he, I think he can be better with the ball in his hands than, than people think. Um, he's a guy. He's a guy, drink, uh, drink. Who can, who can turn into that first, late first, you know, quicker than than Mims can. I just like Mims the player more. Um, but if you're talking about like a guy that could be a really good safety blanket, you know, using his big his big body, you know, to to win and 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 inter- short and intermediate routes for a young. Uh, miniature quarterback then sure yeah Mingo's the guy let me ask you guys a question would you rather have Tank and Downs or Mingo I'll take the two just Mm -hmm. give me the dart throws give me a chance I don't feel strong enough either way on any of them so 
I mean, considering I've got both Tank and Downs above Mingo, like Tank and Downs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a 0.5 tight end premium, would you rather have Musgrave and Roshan or Mingo? Oh, God. Yeah. Give yeah. me the two. Yeah. Well, let's make that Schoenmacher and Roshan. I'm close enough on Roshan and Mingo. I, I'll take the two. Mm-hmm. That that's much closer for me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, clo- that's closer. That's closer. Um, With I'm probably one. I'm probably taking the two. I'm probably taking the two, but yeah. um, but that that's where I, that's where I would start to think about yeah. like eh, yeah. why I don't have any Mingo. What you just yeah. said is exactly why I don't have any. So I mean, but when we talk well, about you know rookie tight ends and that sort of thing, like um second round tight ends people don't understand like i shouldn't say people don't understand I, I, you know second round tight ends like nfl second round tight ends yeah not not very good when it comes to like their the first 3 years of of their career mm-hmm. right even less so than than first round tight ends now the position is changing which yeah. is part which is a big part of my whole argument about like give me all the Kincaid that 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 i can i can get but you know I think people people should be careful with Shoemaker and and Strange, and really you know think about you know and Musgrave and think about a little bit about like you know the value they're getting for. Yeah, well, as long as you're taking these guys in the late second, early third, in a tight end premium, I think it's fine. Um, outside of a tight end premium, they they fall they tumble quite a bit to me. Like late, I mean, they're practically worthless to me like <laughs> a lot of those guys out yeah, there well it's, you know it's when i'm looking at him you know if i'm looking at musgrave or evan hull i'm gonna take musgrave so that they would fall to about that range to me That's fair. Mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know about that yeah. evan hull's got a well-rounded skill set and he's you know Certainly a Jonathan Taylor uh, uh, tweaked ankle away from more reps, you know. I mean, he'll probably share it with Zach Moss, but. Okay. All right. So I really wanted to get that Mingo covered. You guys want to do one more? You got me all night. So, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm game, man. That's whatever. That's what she said. Oh, man. If this was Chad and Mike, I'd have ended the episode right there. I'm trying to end it on a on a, that's what like on a natural that's what she's let's do one and then Mike would have to Google it. All right. So enough with this second round shit. Let's move to the top. Oh, I thought we were gonna do some deep cuts. Uh no, no. You know I love me some deep cuts. I want to move to the top. And Let's I talk about to... some Puka Nakua versus uh, Xavier Hutchinson. A.T. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> ADP of 4.55. Brian. Yeah. Strap. Incorrect. Austin. Yeah. Gibbs. Gibbs. Correct. DTC value. Anybody want to take a guess? True. Uh, I mean, he's like a dynasty running back one. You know, I mean, like he's a top, top ten guy at this point. In yeah, I was going to guess low thirties. It's a little high. Actually. He's uh, what did you say, Brian? Twenty three point six. 
23.6. That's a little low. So he's uh, 25.8. But Brian, that was close. So 25.8. They're taking a snap. I mean, obviously, you know, draft capital speaks for itself. Is he going to get enough and do enough with what he gets to be worth uh, 4.55? Some people are taking him above a quarterback. That's why I guess Stroud. Yeah. You know, but I'm looking here at what I have in like Stroud's 4.3 and 4.1, what I have for Stroud. And Gibbs is 4.7. So, yeah. Still maintaining. Yeah, so, I mean, that signals that some people are taking Gibbs over a quarterback, and I've, I've seen it happen in one of my drafts. Oh, yeah. I've seen Stroud fall to six, seven. In Superflex, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Wow. It's so, on Twitter, but that's it. Oh, are you guys confident in Gibbs? Are you taking him there? Awesome. At four or five? Five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't see any other player I'd take above except for in a two tight end 1.0 premium, and then I'm taking Kincaid. So that's some that's some nasty shade at JSN. Talk to me about that. Um, I just think you'll see a dip in his value before you see a boom. So I'll take the running back or the what I'm viewing elite producing tight end and then get him in week eight when people are like, man, he's not done what I thought he would do. And get him a little bit cheaper than what I'm viewing the 105 or 106. Gotcha, Brian. Love the player, by the way. Which one? JSN. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Gibbs. Well, Gibbs too, but yeah, Gibbs. Are you taking Gibbs at five? Yeah. Okay. I I, I might not... even I might even get spicy and take him at three or four in a in a league. You know. And, really? And oh yeah, yeah. I have. So you taking him above a quarterback in Superflex? I don't know. I don't. I can't recall if I have, but like it's not something. Like there was a draft, and the way it was developing, and the picks that I traded, I was like, "Shit, if I'm on the clock at three, and I know this league the way I do, I'm going to grab Gibbs, and people are going to go, oh, fuck, and they're going to want to trade for him.'" It wound up that like I didn't do it because I traded the pick or whatever, but like. Um, you know, uh, that's where knowing like the league mates and, and stuff comes in. Like, so the thing, the thing with Gibbs, right? Like, obviously, yes. Like, it was a terrible pick for the Lions when it comes to like what you spend the twelfth, the twelfth pick on. But when you do spend the twelfth pick on a guy, you have a plan for him. And when you ship out DeAndre Swift, you have a plan for him. Uh, is he elite? An elite receiving weapon? Absolutely. Do we play PPR? Absolutely. He's also only ten pounds heavier than Devon Aching. You know, and only played about fifty-four percent of the snaps uh, at at uh, at Alabama. Uh, was almost used zero uh, in like you know uh, within the like the ten-yard line, and like a little more than zero in in the red zone. Um, he's he's got a path to positional advantage at a at a position that, let's face it, you know is losing value and when you can get a positional advantage at, at the position you, you you take it right and as we've been talking about a few times tonight he's got that path to like bump in value flip him like um i think some of the Gibbs stuff is a little out of control um but uh i knowing the the market is a little out of control on him i'll take them and leverage the, yep. the market. And so I, let's see, excuse me. I think I have three shares. Only. Yeah, that's what I have. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I only have three, right? Um, but I mean, it's I don't see any drafts now where he's where JSN is going first, right? And that was a debate, even like the day after the first round, like that was still kind of a debate, and it's just not anymore. Okay, right on. That's Gibbs. All right, Brian, you won the game. We're gonna we're just gonna declare you the winner. I'm sorry, Austin. What was Collusion. the final score? No, 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 no. I, I want I want to know what the what the win margin was. It was. Well, I think I only got one or two right, so I had to. It was five. It was five. Yeah. It was pretty much a blowout. Yeah. Brian, congratulations, winner on Dynasty War Games. So before we go, though, I want to touch on some things that we didn't get to. So mostly tight end. Because my ADP was a little wonky. I couldn't get the tight end premium. I kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I want to talk about is we we've, we all acknowledge that in tight end premium, Dalton Kincaid with Buffalo trading up, um, already declaring that they're going to use him a wep- as a weapon. They're going to split him out wide as an X. They're going to use him in the slot. They're going to move him all over. Gonna, we, we all understand that he's he can go anywhere six, seven, eight in a – High premium or two tight end league, right? Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. Right on. I haven't <laughs> seen him go five, but I, I, I don't hate you. You know what I mean? I can't get mad at you for it. He's. he's I a- had the one hundred six today, and okay. I wanted Kincaid. It was a one premium. I, I wanted Kincaid. I didn't even want JSN, but I traded. I traded down to one hundred seven because I I knew that that guy didn't. He wanted to get up to six to get JSN, and oh, I was yeah. like. I was like, yeah, you know, not all, not all one spot, um, not all one spot jumps are equal. You're in, you're going into that top six tier, and you know that's where the real tier break is, right? And yeah, I took the guy I wanted anyway and got the plus. Hopefully, he's not watching. <laughs> so, I, you know, I've told this story on Fever, but again, I'm gonna my story, my show, um, in a league that, and and the other reason I want to tell this story because Austin and I are in this league together called the double deuce right it's a uh, 10 team two quarterback two tight end league and i had the 107 and i got all like big for my britches coming into the draft i'm not trading that shit i got offers for it i'm taking in my mind right i'm taking dalton kincaid fuck these guys in this two tight end league you're right 1.0 premium by the way yeah so it's yeah a, a heavy it's tight end league yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. go for a lot um, <laughs> and he goes 106. Kincaid goes 106, and I short circuit it. Like I kind of didn't know what to do at that point. Like I was fuck. I right? tried my damnedest to trade up in front of you because I knew no. you wanted him, and oh, I knew I'd like never that. get him if you got him. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, and and, and Austin also Austin also has this legend in his mind that I just like I I dream about tight ends in my sleep at night. God, I can't <laughs> ever get one from you, so it must be true. So it's because you love all every offer you sent to me. It's that's just possible. That's the way it is. <laughs> possible. So I had to pivot, but I'm not going to let JSN slide any later than 107, right? So I took the value. I took JSN, and I'm like, what the f- can I do? Wide receivers kind of aren't worth shit in this league. Benches are a little bit short, right? So there's a lot of wide receivers. There's a lot of players on the market, you know, on, on waivers that you can pick up and get by. So I had – 
Christian Watson and Pickens on my bench. I use them as a, as starters. I, I really didn't need them, especially I just drafted JSN and he's not a starter for me either. So I decided to just start working offers, working offers. And I get, and the other thing I needed was a third running back was second slash third running back. So I'm working offers for both of them and the same guy takes both. Right. So good dude in our league takes um, Watson for the 202 and a 24 second, which, you know, I'm not getting tremendous value there, except you have to understand it's this tight end premium, sure. mm-hmm. tight end league. And it's really the 112. It's really the 12th pick. So um, I did that and took Laporta. And then he also gave me Ramondre for Pickens. And it just sort of like worked my roster out. Right. Do I love Laporta compared to Kincaid now? You know, Laporta is on my practice or my taxi squad where Kincaid would be, you know, on my bench because I, I want to use him. I want to use him. Right. Um, but so yeah. what is, and, and we, I want to, I want to throw Mayer into this discussion. What is the drop off from Kincaid to Mayer slash Laporta? And do you guys see Mayer and Laporta equal or is there a, a difference in those two as well awesome what do you think those two are the same for me okay um, kind of taking either one early second and tight end premium leagues mm. um, which again is why i don't have any of the mingos the charbonnets like i don't have any of those because i just take the tight end um <clears throat> but kincaid's a different level i mean it's a it's tears different for me yeah um, much less a couple picks they're they're tiers apart for me mm. Um, Ryan, what, what, how, what, how far is the difference between? So uh, Kincaid is my eighth overall um, and obviously tight end one. Mayor and Laporta, like I go back and forth depending mm-hmm. on the hour. Um, I think Laporta has got a quicker path to like a higher place in the pecking order on his team okay. and, there, and therefore an increase in value. Um, but they are um, – they are 14 and 15 overall. Um, but it's essentially two tiers of a, of, of a jump. And um, I'm okay taking them like at ADP, but I think that's a conversation because as we were saying on, on fever, right? Like it used, it used to be, you know, you pound, you know, forget taking tight ends early, you know, pound running back and tight end late. And it's like, okay, you try to do that this year. Yeah, good luck. Who who's left at tight end, right? Because they got the real life draft capital. And they got the real life draft capital because the position's changing. And because the position is changing, the old folklore of rookie tight ends are are you don't you don't touch them might be changing. And when and when we see that, we have to think what kind of profiles are we gonna make a bet on? And I'm making a bet on Dalton Kincaid. Look because at how you, you chase that ceiling the same way you chase Anthony Richardson's ceiling. If all three quarterbacks are roughly valued equally, you chase Anthony Richardson's outcomes the same way you you chase Dalton Kincaid's outcomes. Now, to, to be fair, there are people who I think correctly point out that as a route runner, he's not necessarily as good a route runner as like a wide receiver two on a lot of teams, and 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 as a lot of the wide receivers in this in this class and. 
you know, that it remains to be seen if he can be a big slot. And, you know, we didn't see the testing and all. Okay. Like that's not untrue, but you know, we have to, to me, we mix our bets, right? Mm-hmm. There are small safe bets we make and hopefully we pile up enough wins there where we take a shot on a Kincaid or we take a shot on a Richardson and it doesn't hurt us much. And if it, and if it does hurt us, well, then we get high, we get the high pick next year. <laughs> so, you know, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I'm constantly trying to get more bullets later in this draft because, you know, the more I got something chance. spicy for Kincaid. Um, okay. He's actually my tight end five in dynasty. Okay. Yeah. I'm not there yet. That's, wow. that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so fine with arguing good. six. I'm fine with saying six. I don't really. Have you have him above Goddard? Oh, yeah. Andrews? No, 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 no. Uh, Pitts, Andrews, Hawk, Kelsey, and Kincaid. My thing with Kelsey is if I'm trying to win, he's on my roster. I just, sure. I, You just have to do it. So I'm going to have him above just because I know I'm getting production. Yeah. Um, and then Kincaid and Kittle, I'm fine swapping whichever way you want to do it. Uh, Kittle's just been so frustrating to mm-hmm. have on your team. I, have I, I just take my dark throw and Pray Kincaid turns into what I hope he can be. Yeah. See, I, I actually have Goddard, Goddard higher and Kittle, Kittle below Goddard. You know, Goddard I just doesn't put up touchdowns. What's that? He doesn't put up touchdowns, man. Yeah. He's got what nineteen in his career. Yeah. I mean, he's he he doesn't have a lot of time where he wasn't blocked by Ertz. What's what's his best uh, fantasy finish? Has not finished as a tight end, uh, as a top ten tight end. I didn't think. I just. I think he's hyped a lot bigger than what he should be. Um, he's had. He's not had a seven. He's not had a full season. Okay. Was he in six years now? Five years? And there. This he's is your six. And there. Sharing time with with one of the greatest tight ends in Eagles history, Grant Calcaterra. <laughs> <laughs> Might get cut soon. By the uh, way, I just think the ceiling's just not there with Goddard. So. If right. I'm going for tight ends, now two tight end leagues is a whole different animal, but if I'm going for a tight end, I either want one of the studs or give me as many as the guys I think could finish top six. Uh, the Dan Arnold signer, by the way, is kind of doomed for Calcaterra. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, it's kind of the same role. Me, right. him, me him and Kennedy Brooks are going to be hanging out at some point somewhere. Uh, just having a coffee, talking about what 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 could have been. I'm not, you know, I, I, I like I like uh, Austin's ranking. I mean, I it's certainly, you know, it's certainly bold. Like I I, I have I'm not I don't have that kind of hookspa that kind of spine. I only have him at 11 at the moment. But I will say this: I am souring on Goddard a little bit. I am souring on Dulcich a tiny bit. Um, and there's an argument to be made that, you know, a couple of the other guys I have ahead of him, you know, I can tell you stories as to why they shouldn't be like Kittle's age and, and the fact that he's unpredictable and, you know, and, and injured. So like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't play a whole lot of 1.0 premium. You know, I think maybe if I did, I might, I might have a little bit more, you know, BDE when it comes to where I'm putting Kincaid, but um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just like with Pat F is another one. I just don't think the ceiling's there. So uh, give me the chance at the ceiling over the floor of let me get my eight to twelve points a week, and it's cool and it works. Yeah, I, I like Pat in that role. Yeah, I don't, I don't love him as my tight end one, but if I have 
three other guys with upside behind him, two, three other guys with upside behind him, I can live with it. Yeah, like Pat F. and Dulcich is an awesome combo. Yeah. I got my floor guy, and then I got my guy Hope can hit a ceiling. I also am going to have, just because I'm me, I'm also going to have Chig and likely Oh, yeah, absolutely. Polar on that same team. I'm the same way. I have Woods and Bellinger, which, ah, that broke my heart. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um. I'm usually notoriously to the to the to the extent that anybody knows me, uh, notoriously slow in bringing rookies up in the ranks, and I'm trying to correct for that this year because I, you know I've certainly missed value and and been too slow on on that. Um, there's just something about like taking a guy that hasn't played a snap and putting him in that top five that I just. Oh, it's scary. Uh, when I was messing with it tonight, I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. Yeah. So in that same league, you know, we were just talking about with Austin, um, Musgrave went undrafted. It's a three-round draft, so it's 30 players. Crazy. I didn't have any more picks. I, I, I couldn't I, believe it. Well, it it's, it's still the, the two, two tight end, end one point oh premium. Yes. Goes undrafted. And, yeah, so we have a $500 – off-season budget, I spent 250 to pick him up and 250 to pick up Tillman. Why did those players not get drafted in the top 30? I don't know. That's a mystery to me, especially in that format. Was yeah. Shoemaker drafted? No. I think so. It's a shallow league, man. It's, it's yeah. tough. I have yeah, nobody I mean, to true. drop. That was my problem mm. to get Musgrave because, I mean, yeah. should he, I get yeah, my uh, tight end six probably on my team, so – I caught players that got picked. Plus, you said it was 10 teams, right? So, like, that's only 30 picks. That's yeah, 13 out of 30 players. But in that format. Oh, he should have been picked. I tried and tried to get him to the third to get him. So, I didn't have to go battle you specifically for Fab. I knew you would try, and you did. <laughs> I have let no problem. Let me ask yeah. you this. In in that league, you said no Musgrave, no Shoemaker. What about Tucker Craft? No, nah, right? Nope. No, strange. No, it was just the okay. top three. Right. Yeah. Really? Which made just no the top sense. three? Yeah, no so that's what I want to know. Is what, so like, is the gap like, really that big between Laporta and Mayer and Musgrave? Musgrave, no. I'm fine with taking him. I mean, he there's a gap. He's in the next tier for me, but mm-hmm. I'm taking him in that league. I'd have taken him early third or late second. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking here. I have him 26 overall. Uh, Musgrave. I think there's a couple things that that mix in with Musgrave for me, right? I don't think him and Kraft are like to me. They're like a diet version of Kincaid and Knox, right? Like I don't think they're 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 the same type of player in a way, but at the same time, they're they're two slot ish, intermediate ish target players. With a Jordan Love quarterback, and we don't know what we're getting from Jordan Love, and a wide open who the hell is going to be the pass catchers on the team, right? So there's there's some reason to ding Musgrave from an overall ranking standpoint, whereas I still pretty much have him where I had him as far as a tight end ranking standpoint. Now, uh, let's understand, though, that Musgrave might be the absolute worst blocker in the entire class out of tight ends. Like oh, he, but he is athletic. He is athletic. and Can't stay healthy. I mean, I can't even say he was willing. I can't even – like, there's, like, strap whips on him. I love Willie Blocker. That's, like, such a backhanded compliment. Like, 
<laughs> he is not that. I agree totally. I, but I can't even say he's willing. So yeah, like yeah. he can't do it and you don't want to do it. So he's so, they didn't take him for that. They are going to use him as I have to believe they're going to use him as a weapon. You know, whether he whether he needs time to develop into that or not is not something I can tell you right now. I like this tape. I didn't love like I didn't love his tape at first. Everybody had to tell me I was wrong until I went back and watched more games and liked it. Didn't love it. Didn't think he was in the same league as Mayor or Laporta. You know, I agree. I love both of those guys. Yeah. I've got I've got him twelve spots later or no ten spots later. So that's quite a bit. That's a big gap. Yeah. So that's actually on the borderline of where he could not get drafted in a 30-player draft. Well, he's at 24 for me. Um, yeah. Laporta's at 16 and Mayer's at 15. So. Right. Everybody loves Jaden Reed so much. Yeah, <laughs> I have Reed one spot ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tight end question, because a sure. lot of these guys going into year two are honestly feel like forgotten. McBride, Chig, Woods, mm-hmm. Otten. Um, heck, I can't sell Otten for a third in a tight end premium league. But he's the clear starter. I don't understand it. I think that's crazy. Uh, I tried. I just needed to cut somebody. Great. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. It's not that's a great it's the curse of Baker Mayfield in a terrible offense. Yeah. Yeah. A third? You know, it, 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 I agree. Like, like if I if someone offered me a third for him, I'd be like, fuck out of here. You know, um, yeah, so I, I got, I, I got I a lot just, of those. I yeah. would just, I would just keep them. You know what I mean? But, 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 but yeah, people are, are down on so that. So that's a guy that you have to hold and then wait till the year starts and he, you know, puts up some points because, you know, it, uh, you know, Baker is gonna, you know, throw a few passes to him and you know, not much there besides you know Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Who, I mean, he outscored know. Woods and Chig last year. People just don't see. I mean, Brady was there. I understand that. I like he him a lot. There. I mean, he was my tight end three, you know, of the class that year. And and so like I'm I'm a big Otten supporter. It's just I think I think having Baker as a quarterback in that terrible team, um, just kind of just kind of buries him a little bit. That's fair. Um, you know, uh, it, especially like when we think about like what the market thinks about him. Um, yeah, McBride, that's McBride, like he didn't do anything to make me not like him. So like, I still, I still have him. Okay. Like, I think he's like my tight end 12, right? Like, um, he got then, some run at the end of the year and look, he finally, yeah. um, flashed in a couple games at the end of the year, and put up a couple numbers. So can we talk a little DTC value on these guys real quick? Cause I think it's going to surprise you. All right. So I'm going to start off with Kate Otten is a 4.9. And a 12 team super flex tight end premium. Wish. Travesty, right? Um, what do you think Chig is? Probably closer to 10. Is yeah, yeah. love him. Yeah, 9.1. It's almost double. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So, and then you got Woods at 4.7. Oof. I'd rather have Otten. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, Brian. Um, I think they're both fine. I have no issue no, with going a dart on either. Brian loves Jelani Woods. Well, I, I think for me, it's 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 Woods, no question. But at the same time, like I could totally see a world in which Indianapolis still has nine hundred tight ends, and Anthony yeah. Richardson, you know, doesn't get him the ball much, and you know, Otten's the third on the on the tree in in Tampa Bay. And he starts to have a better twenty twenty three. Like it's not out of the question. And I'm a Will Mallory guy, so. Um, yeah, McBride. Um, he's a five point 
So he lost a shitload of value. Yeah, he did. From a, a high to mid for uh, high to mid second last year. To, but, you know, he was blocked behind Ertz. And I think anybody that took him understood that he was going to, yeah. that he was going to take a value dip. And you just got to hold that guy and, you know, wait for it to come along. So are y'all taking Mayer and Laporta over those guys? Not DTC. Are you taking them? This is where I struggle with my rankings tonight. I couldn't decide where to put the rookies compared to these second year guys. I think I literally have McBride, Mayor, Laporta, like 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I would have those guys pretty I have the, I have four of them. I have Chig in there as well. Just Yeah, yeah Chig's like, um, let me see what, what the tier is. Uh, that tier is McBride, Mayor, Laporta, Chig, and then Schultz and Ingram at the bottom. Okay, I have I, Schultz I, and Ingram above those two, but basically exactly the same. Yeah, I think it. I think Schultz this year like can get off to a, a good start as a safety blanket for Stroud, and then you trade him. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bauer on Dynasty Theory was joking the other day that like he's gonna have like seven hundred receptions and twenty five yards, but you know, <laughs> in a in a one point premium, That's you'll you'll right. take it. You know, yeah. Um, and in- Ingram, I have a, I dinged him a little bit because like. One year tag, right? Like, and they drafted a guys with second round draft capital behind him. So, like, what does that mean? You know, um, if I felt a little bit more certain that he was attached to Trevor Lawrence, I would probably bump him up a little bit more. Yeah. I take Ingram above all those guys. Um, yeah, Schultz, I have Ingram right above all those guys. It, uh, Schultz is a six and a half. Likely is a four point four. Ingram's he's, ten. He's interesting. And I have, I mean, is Dulcich really double Ingram? He's 19.1. Is he really that? He shouldn't be. With Adam Troutman coming, he shouldn't be. (laughs) Uh, We laugh. Sean Payton. Yeah, but he didn't use him in New Orleans. He didn't use him as much. I had him on all the rosters. That's how. Oh, I had such hope for him, right? Like Sean Payton spends a third round pick on a on a on a tight end. We pay attention, exactly. And then he had flashes, but it just did it didn't work out. But I mean, like, wasn't he on some teams with um, like I mean, he had Taysom Hill, wasn't like didn't he overlap with stupid Jimmy Graham for a a minute or two? Like, I, I he requested a trade specifically to Denver, and Sean Payton said yes right away. Yeah, well, because he got beat out by Juwan Johnson. And Jason Hill. So what's what's Juwan Johnson on DTC? That's a good that's question. A good I definitely have him too low. I started scooping him because he was cheap this offseason. Yeah. People were throwing him in on trades. I was like, okay. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, he's he's 31 <laughs> on uh, 3.7 on DTC. Sure. That's just. Tight end 31. I have him at tight end 18. I just put him to 22, so that feels about about the same. I'm probably a little higher than that. You know, I probably have him 15-ish. So you have him above the second year, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd be a little more comfortable with him. I just can't trust that offense, that tight end room. It just feels like such a mess. In New Orleans? Yes. I because just... it takes some help? Yes, I just never know what to expect. Who's going to get me the points? Who's not? Mm, Those are truly play tight end, though. I mean, they use Jordan Johnson as a weapon. It's true. Quarterback upgrade. Hence why I missed on him. I'm agreeing. I'm wrong, but I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I've just been getting him second. I've only been getting secondary shares. I'd be quite honest with you. I didn't know who he was 
I would say most people agree. I remember uh, uh, Vip is actually a New Orleans fan. He's like, man, we got to pick him up. I'm like, who the hell is this? He's a, he's co-manager with me in leagues. Oh, okay. I'm like, who is this? He's like, dude, just pick him up. I'm telling you. We picked him up. He didn't do anything for the first couple of weeks. I'm like, man, get him off this roster. And he's like, nah, just hold him. Sure enough. Dawson Knox produced. slipped to tight end 34. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – and Con- Tyler Conklin's at twenty. Like, well, who's Con- their? He's their tight end, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, he was pretty good last year. No, I, someone who was trying yeah. to sell him. I think I tried to sell him to you too in that league. It's I like have him. I have him at like twenty six or something like that. So it's not like I hate him. I yeah. just that's you know. Oof. We still have Rucker, who I wouldn't be surprised if he took a jump at some point. It's not like he learned how to be a receiving tight end at Ohio State. You know what I mean? They yeah, just didn't use point. So, learning curve is likely very high for Rucker. Never know. Just, just for a free guy, it could be on your waiver wire. What you talk about a, a free guy. Koontz slip into the seventh round. Yes. You know, I, you know, maybe a guy that I stash on my taxi because they may develop him into into like they may see him as like, oh, you're more of like a big wide receiver, like other teams are doing with these other tight ends so you know that i mean that was actually like good for us because so many people you know were so you know thirsty after the the combine him slipping 10.0 yeah 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 him slipping gives us um gives us value mike is tight end 39 at a 2.3 no 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 incorrect no is a really nice fit in that offense obviously um, with Bill O'Brien, he's going to make that. He's going to. I think he's sneaky. Out. I think he's going to bounce back. I mean, there's certainly competition, right? You've got uh, when it comes to intermediate targets, right? You've got Hunter Henry. You've got you've got Juju Kendrick Bourne. Now they got Keishon Butte. Like, there's a world in which you know Gisicki mm-hmm. doesn't pan out the, the way that we'd like, but it. But there's certainly a lot better picture for him now than it was under Mike McDaniel. Like yeah. when you you saw like. How he got used with Adam Gase, which was like, ew. Then Brian Flores, we had hope, right? And then um, McDaniel. McDaniel. And it's like he didn't exist anymore. Right. Like now, now he's now he's we've been liberated, right? So at least there's a chance. And like the market doesn't like him. So if know. we were, if you guys remember when he was coming out, athletic profile was um, like 98th percentile for tight ends. The guy was an absolute, when we say freak, we mean Mike Kosicki, mm-hmm. you know? So I believe in, and the hands are pretty good. They're not amazing. There are some drops in there, but when I see him in that, in the wide receiver slash tight end room in new England versus they've got some chumps in that room, right? I'm not worried. You know, if I'm not worried about Keyshawn Boutte or, you know, um, the ghost of Juju Schuster's knee beating out Gesicki for targets, to be honest. Like, uh, one thing that I heard on Inside the Birds last year, um, the Eagles were trying to sign and trade for every wide receiver before the draft when they the A.J. Brown thing literally just kind of came together at the last minute. Like, they finally got frustrated and they were like, fuck it, Philly, do you want him? Give us a first and we'll take Burks. It really, like, just happened like that. But they tried to get a lot of other guys, they looked into Juju 
And the concern with Juju is that his knee needs maintenance every week. That was the, those were the words that the Eagles front office personnel told the beat writer that I heard on this podcast. Right. So Juju doesn't really scare me as uh, somebody that's going to be available to be perfectly honest for a full season and competing for targets and healthy. The good thing is Matt can't throw over 15 yards. So all those guys should get the ball. to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think Gasicki's the tallest too. So we're, yeah, we're see, we're good. <laughs> right on. All right, gentlemen. Um, anything else out there that, you, that you'd like to discuss in the fantasy world, dynasty world that, that we missed tonight? Mm. I mean, I could talk about it all day, but that is a really broad question, right? Are there any yeah. rookies that, are there any rookies that you were hoping to discuss that we didn't? Talk I'm about? surprised we didn't talk about the quarterbacks. I'm assuming y'all have plenty, as so why it didn't come up. But I was expecting some quarterback talk. Okay, we or can is it just chalk for y'all? Is it just we can talk about the quarterbacks? I think for me and Brian, it's pretty chalk. You know, it's Ar Bryce Stroud. Okay, right. it's the same way for me. I didn't know some people. I've seen a lot of Stroud at three and then a lot of Stroud after Gibbs and I didn't know if one of y'all were going to be Stroud at three I wanted to hear the discussion and I heard Brian talking junk about my man Bryce so I'm hoping <laughs> nah, yeah I was poking fun but like I I have him at I have him at, at three uh, ab- okay. above above Stroud I would start to think about taking Gibbs before Stroud I would not start to think about taking Gibbs before Bryce Young I agree for the most Perfectly for the most the part statement. yeah so um, in our auction draft, Austin, you um, you valued Bryce a lot higher than Stroud. Uh, yeah, uh, I kind of messed up there. Oh, really? Well, one, I like Bryce quite a bit above Stroud um, for fantasy and real life, so mm-hmm. that helps. But I I needed a quarterback, and I kind of fell asleep when A. Rich went. So uh, I missed a rich. Oh, uh, I got you on that one. And then I was working with when Stroud went. So I was asleep. I, I was asleep when Stroud went. Yeah, maybe it was the other way around. Either way, I missed. I didn't have a chance to finish those two. Right. So with Bryce, I was like, I'm just winning it. I don't care what it cost at this point. I want a QB three. I trust. And I paid more than I wanted. I got him cheaper than Gibbs went, so I felt a little bit better. But seeing him go forty dollars above. A rich wasn't my, you know, very happy. Mm-hmm. It chains up, by the way. Mm. I do need a running back. So yeah, I, I really wanted Bryce after I fell asleep and Stroud went. I really wanted Bryce, and uh, for some reason, oh yeah, I just didn't have enough. You just out straight up outbid me. Yeah, because I got Levis for ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Fifty-five. That seems insane. It's like a late second. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, so I, think I was. Oh, I was at work when that happened. That happened because I I nominated him to get money off the board, mm-hmm. yep. and it didn't work out that way. And we had a busy day, and I just wasn't able to check my phone, and he was gone. Yeah, like, I couldn't believe. It. I just like I was like, I'll put fifty-five on him. Let's see what happens. And all of a sudden, it was like, you're the winner. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I have a couple leagues where actually most leagues I have, I try to have two what I would call elite quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of leagues I don't have a third. So oh, really? in those leagues, obviously I would take a rich above Bryce. But in a league, let's say I have 
Burrow. Um, let's use a tier of like Daniel Jones, uh, Golf, Geno, that tier as my second. And I don't have a third. I struggle to not take Bryce ahead of A. Rich in that situation. Because I need the points. Yeah. Um, and so I a lot of people are A Rich one two no matter what. I don't care. But as I, I can't as, be there. As soon as A Rich gets on the field, though, he's gonna give he's gonna give you like fields level rushing. Or he gives you Lance points. And at that point I'm like, okay, that's okay. I, Lance was okay. He wasn't so, great for fantasy. So much above him athletically, like as a runner. Anyway, all right, so I have, so far this draft cycle, I have five A-Rich, two Stroud, and one Bryce Young. And I have a draft that hasn't started yet, and I have the 102. Do you guys think I should take Bryce Young just for diversification? I think you should trade down one. I think almost everyone at 103 will trade up to get A-Rich. Yeah, and I think you could get their second. I think you could get the two hundred three. All right, that's a good call. And maybe even throw your third in because you know, at that point, whatever. If you have, it makes it get it. Well, no, it's three hundred two. I really like that pick. Okay, I'm gonna you get have a later third. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I don't I know. You. It just it feels like a rich is ceiling is obviously player one in a startup, mm. but as my QB two. The floor is I can't start him in a week because he's given me 12 points with two interceptions. And uh, even if he's got 80 yards rushing, okay, so there's my eight points. He's got 150 yards passing, a touchdown, and a two interceptions. Mm-hmm. It's not doing a lot for me. Yeah, when I when I talk about the high floor on on Richardson, part of it is the rushing just kind of bakes in a floor. But for me, it's the floor as a dynasty asset. The floor is there precisely because the ceiling is so high, right? So he's going to retain that value. I look, I look at Anthony Richardson as, as I'm drafting an elite dynasty asset at the moment. Not that I'm drafting a quarterback that I'm – but at the same time, I'm not drafting Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud as a quarterback I'm going to count on in 2023 either. Uh, I think I think they're far overrated. I think people are really overstate their safety and their and their floor. There, there's a whole lot of, you know, not that it's bad, but like Goffian, Derek Carrion, you know, Kirk Cousian's outcomes in in that in that range of outcomes that that people just don't want to don't want to face. There's so much that goes into quarterback. You know, first of all, they're integrating and processing a lot more than any other position on the field. Coaching, system, weapons, offensive line, right? Like, yeah, it's, there's a reason why, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough position to scout. And there's a reason why a lot of a lot of these quarterbacks have, have missed over the years. And, you know, we get a a, a decent prospect. And, and, you know, we, we get NFL, which is bereft of, of quality quarterback play. And so we get, you know, we get thirsty and we get hyped over these quarterbacks. And honestly, like, I think Richardson by far is the most talented and, and, and you know, has the, the by far the highest ceiling. But I don't 
know that I really love any of them, right? Like, like you know, I mean, not everybody's going to be Trevor Lawrence and, 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 and Caleb Williams, but it's kind of like, just like, okay, well, these are the guys we have this year. You know, you know what I mean? And I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm underrating, you know, the other two, but like, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan, you know? I, I think I'm, this is going to sound biased looking at my t-shirt, but I think Bryce is pro ready as you've, you've seen since T-Law. I think, well, yeah, since T-Law. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. I think he is uber, uber smart. Um, processes as good as any quarterback I've watched in years. Um, accurate enough to not have an issue with accuracy. Excellent within the pocket. And seems to play whatever system he needs to be in to a T. Um, so for me, that's a pretty safe floor for early value obtaining at the very minimum, if not gaining. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I would love if he had a wide receiver one to throw to. That would make a big difference. If he can get T. Higgins next year, oh, my gosh. The, I think the ceiling's astronomical. But for I, – I just feels he feels super safe to me. Like like you're telling you said Kirk Cousins is a like an outcome you see and I see that I would take that at one two every day if you sure. give me Kirk Cousins production. I love that Mingo has a crafty vet like feeling mm-hmm. to spend every day with and to learn yeah. how to be a pro with. Yeah, I agree totally. All right, so, so where do you have where do you have Young and Stroud like I'm ranked among like quarterbacks? <laughs> that was gonna be my next question, so I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. Yeah. Um, I have them. I have all three in a bunch because I can't choose at 11, 12, 13. Okay. Um, And I struggled tonight to not put them 10, 11, 12. Mm. At the moment, I have Watson ahead of them. Mm. Um, And A. Rich and Watson, I I literally moved them back and forth three times between having A. Rich above Watson and leaving the other two there. But I decided to go with the player I've seen give me top five multiple years to put him above. Mm. So I got Richardson 12 tear break to a Lance Russ Bryce Stroud. Lance is that I, who, who I have him at 22. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm scared. I, I'm scared, mm-hmm. but I, that sounds about right. I mean, eh. If he's the starter, it's the perfect spot for him. I just, yeah. In a startup, AR is going real high. I can't take him that high. Yeah, he's going mid-second right now. Blech. I and I've seen that. some early seconds. Oh, my God. I mean, but it, I mean, if you're in a super flex draft and he's a top 15, 16 quarterback, just, you know, like that's, that's where he's going to go. Like, you're right. I missed where you guys had Kyler on that list. I have oh, Kyler at nine. I have him at ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, Kyler's going. He talk about somebody who's way too cheap. Yes. Yeah. Add, That's how add, me, <laughs> Jesse started our conversation tonight. <laughs> add him to the Tank Bigsby pile, right? Like, yes. give me all the Kyler you can. Like his startup ADP, like I don't know, a couple months ago, or whatever, was like late first, early second. And I was like, what the? F- you're kidding me, right? Like he's dropping, and now he's like a late second, right? Because everybody's got the rookie fever, like. Give me all the Kyler and Tank yep. Bigsby that you can. And Dalton can. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I can, I've gotten three cheap um, 
Kyler shares this offseason. And I've never been a like above market guy on Kyler. I've always thought he was a good quarterback, you know, good fantasy quarterback anyway. I don't really care if he wins in the NFL or not. Um and then this the the you know the bottom just kind of fell out of him way worse than it should have. So yeah, like I said, I got three three cheap shares. Just never really envisioned having them, but people send me offers to try to get rid of Kyler. Is how much people don't. I like. mean, I'm looking now. I see Anthony Richardson at the two o two as quarterback nine in the ADP that I'm looking at, and Kyler Murray at the two eleven quarterback twelve. Like, don't get me wrong, as much as I am buying into the, the acquisition of AR as a dynasty asset, mm-hmm. if, if you're telling me I can get Kyler Murray nine picks later, my pants get yeah. tight. Yeah, you're telling me I can get I can sell my 102 for Kyler Plus? Yeah, all day, every day. Please. But I haven't got that lucky. I've tried in yeah. leagues I'm not contending, and I can't get anybody to budge. They're doing the same thing we are. They bought them. As soon as he got a little bit cheaper, and they're just going to wait till he plays. Mm, yeah. Uh, do you have T Law in your top six, top five? Uh, I have him five. Yeah. Okay. It's a little of, aggressive. I have ahead him ahead of Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, but wow. most most people have Herbert five, but like they're in the same tier. It's five, six, right. seven, eight. So like you know, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I agree with that. I don't hate it. That's some real love. So, yes, Austin, every trade I've ever made with Austin, he destroys me on. So let's bring up the trade we made, Austin, and then we'll, we'll leave on that. All Brian, right. how bad did he kill me? Um, I gave him Calvin Ridley for a mid-second and Sky Moore. Yeah, it was auction pick between 2-4, 2-5, and Sky Moore. I'll likely get one of those. You know, one of those wide receivers, Tillman or Mims. I mean, Bounds. I don't know that it's as murderous as you think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Ridley, what it, um, you know, has not seen the field for a while, <clears throat> is I think 28, 29 by the time he gets back on the field. Not 29 right? at the end of this season. So, oh, okay. All right. Oh, he's 28 um, this season. You know, he's got Kirk and Zay Jones, right? Um, they say they want to pass and to the running backs. He's got Ingram and Brenton Strange, right? He's got to integrate into that offense. Um, you know, I think there was a time this offseason where he was kind of a value, right? Um, but I think now that like it, we're getting closer to the point of like the reality of him playing and playing with T law, he might be a little overvalued at the moment. Right. Then you think about like, you know, uh, a mid second is a decent pick and you know, you can get, you know, a running back there. You can get uh, a Josh downs. You can get a Mingo. You can get a, a Rashi rice. Mm-hmm. Right. And Sky Moore, for as much as, you know, I don't like the guy, right? Like, you know, I'm nothing against him personally, but, like, I've been, I've been out on him, like, since the beginning. I think he people were, in the draft last year. were drunk on landing spot. Like, the, the people who, who make the case for him point to, like, um, an improvement over the course of the season. They point to um, really good peripheral numbers on, like, a, a per route and per target 
mm-hmm. and per snap basis. So there's and when you look at an offense that is, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey and who the yeah. fuck knows, you know, yeah. like like are they are they all going to be wildly unpredictable week to week? Right, but yeah. like. But like you know, there's also a world in which Sky Moore elevates above Tony and Rice, and he's the guy you want. So like, like, yeah, I would rather have Ridley, but I don't know that it was as murderous as you were making it out to be. Right on. Yeah, or I at least at, there's a case that it's not as murderous as you made it out. To be. I looked at more as like a late second, early third, and the pick, like I said, was between two four two five in auction money. So, yeah. like you said, Amingo and Sky Moore or Ridley. He once got a second out of me for Marcus Peters. I think the guy's name was from from the Titans and a meatball sandwich. That's all I got. Uh, I mean, I mean, seriously, this guy's good. <laughs> um, what's gonna call it? It might have been Ridley. Josh Palmer, but it was some, it was Van Jefferson actually. It was Van Jefferson that last <laughs> year. The, the the question is like, has Ridley really ever been elite except for like the one year that like the one season without he Julio. didn't have Julio? Like, yep. I mean, do we overrate who Ridley is? <clears throat> well, no, because you saw the Alabama tape, and everybody thought you're going to see that in the NFL, and we haven't seen that for a season minus one. He had a wide receiver four or five season. Yeah. And then he was going as the, about the wide receiver four or five in Dynasty until yeah. what happened happened. Right. So probably. Yeah. I don't think he's worth the first, mm-hmm. but he's hard to sell for a second. So The, the only other share that I traded, I've held all my others, a bunch, because uh, I was getting them cheap, scooping them cheap. And uh, I, I traded him for Jordan Love. I like that a lot for you. See, look, a trade I like for you. Look at there. Hey. <laughs> but that's about right. I think Love's worth a late first. Yeah. If I'm selling Ridley, I want a late first for him. So And then I traded him. Love in this auction for about a 107 or 108 worth of cash. So, so your your buddy Juju with the knee is one spot above Ridley according to uh Interesting. Yeah. I'd much rather have Ridley. Oh yeah. I mean it's riskier in a way. Is it? And the because Juju is it? I was about to say, yeah, is it? yeah. Juju feels safe, he feels like a warm blanket sometimes, but maybe he's more of a wet blanket. Oh, I'll tell you another, I'll tell you guys another time about how I am Andrew Dice's clay, Andrew Dice Clay's best friend in the world. And I'll tell you about the time that I made a blanket both warm and wet. Nice, can we do that now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much. Okay, okay. A couple things here. Dave Donaldson, friend of the show, in the chat. First of all, great opening, gentlemen and Jesse, differentiating between the two. (laughs) And let's see. First, B Ford was right by A Rich. Second, who cares? I was right. (laughs) I'm sorry, what was this? Oh, you're okay. Right. You're not a gentleman, and I was right on Anthony Richardson. Like, well, I mean, right. doesn't so, get much better than that, right? Donald, I think he actually had a real question, and we're going to ignore that part. Um, <laughs> what difference is there between these rookie QBs and older good vets this year? 
So just for 2023, give me Dak, give me Cousins, give me obviously Watson, give me probably Gino? Russ. Gino, maybe. Yeah. What about golf? Yeah. Rogers. Mm, I, it's tough for me to like Rogers. All right, this is a dynasty show, but the 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 way to answer that question is: are, are any of are any of this year's quarterbacks draftable in redraft this year? Oh, well, I'm, you're definitely drafting a rich in every redraft for the ceiling. Late, not your late, first, though, right? You, yeah, I don't think you're going to get to get late because as the season gets closer, you're going to hear Ursay and Steichen talk about how much they can't wait to get him on the field, uh-huh. and I think he goes in the top ten rounds in most redrafts. Superflex. What about yeah. one, what about? Oh, one I was talking about one QB. One QB. Superflex, he's definitely going in the top ten. One QB. Rounds. You think A. Rich is going to be? Wow, yeah, that's top ten great. rounds. Because you're, it's the same way with Lance. His rookie year, that mm. you start, you heard that hype of, oh, he could mm. see the field early, and he went, he went in every redraft I was in most of the time by like round 10, 11, 12. I could, I mean, I if one of those guys falls late. And I take a dart throw as a backup. I might, but I never take a backup quarterback in one QB. So. Yeah, it's got to be a deep league for me to do that. I agree. Right on. All right, we're not devolving into redraft. God, what are we doing, gentlemen? Austin, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate thank you very it. much. I appreciate y'all having me on. It was a blast. Yeah, Shemp, thank you. The fourth stooge bailing us out as per usual. Which one are you? Are you Curly or Mo or what? What's going on here? I gotta be Mo, right? I'm the one that gets. Yeah, I think I think Mike's more of a Larry. Yeah, I think yeah. I actually I think Chad's Mo because he's the he's the grumpy one. You know, it's always smacking everybody around. Mm. Yeah, who's that? Yeah, I guess I'm Curly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Austin, it was really good to see you again. Heck yeah, man! It was a blast, <laughs> absolute blast. Thanks, guys. All right, um, Brian, thank you for your time. Do you have some plugs? Uh, FF Junkie underscore on Twitter, Dynasty Fever with Jesse, going for two.com, Dynasty Saturday Night Five, RPO Football, and uh, I don't know. Like, my DMs are open to tell me how wrong I am, and um, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Austin, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, nope. Tell your girlfriend who's been walking around in the background mm-hmm. that she's now world famous. Ooh. She's been on YouTube. She already was. She was in an Ace Hood video. Watch out. Oh, Music I don't know. Video. That. Yeah. I don't know. The rapper that. from cool. Miami. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah she, okay. But I'll <laughs> tell her double time now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks again for joining us, gentlemen. And we are out of here. Cool. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak